For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, The Patterns of Exile and Redemption in the Prophets. This is part two of the series. In Isaiah chapter 11, Klausner on page 63 of his book, The Messianic Idea in Israel, also shows us of the promise of the ingathering of the exiles. The ingathering of the exiles will take place at the time of redemption from Ethiopia, Elam, Hamas, and the islands of the Mediterranean Sea. The Lord will gather the remnant of his people, Isaiah chapter 11, verse 11. He will set up an ensign for the nations. When he gathers his people in the end of days, it's a sign to the nations. He will assemble the dispersed of Israel and gather together the scattered of Judah from the four corners of the earth, Isaiah chapter 11 and verse 12. Like Hosea in Hosea chapter 2, Isaiah also likens the expected redemption to the Egyptian exile, Isaiah chapter 11 verses 15 and 16. At this time, Judah and Ephraim will be united and they will make peace between themselves. Isaiah in chapter 11 and verse 13. This is also mentioned as Klausner points out in his book on page 183 in Isaiah in chapter 27 which says that the ingathering of the exiles will also take place at the time of redemption. The children of Israel will be gathered one by one from all the lands in which they were then scattered from the Euphrates to the river of Egypt. And it will come to pass in that day that a great horn shall be blown, and they shall come that were lost in the land of Assyria, and they that were dispersed in the land of Egypt. And they shall worship the Lord in the holy mountain at Jerusalem. Isaiah 27 and verse 13. Klausner also describes how Jeremiah speaks of the ingathering of the exiles in his book, The Messianic Idea in Israel, on page 95, where he right. At the beginning of the redemption, there will be an ingathering of the exiles. I have already referred to the words of the prophet that the Lord will gather the remnant of his people as the grape cutter gathers up the grapes fallen from the vine. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 9. The house of Judah will be brought out from among the nations to whose lands they were banished and will be led back to Zion. Jeremiah chapter 12 verse 14, 23 verse 3, 29 verse 14, 
30 verse 3, 32 verse 37, 46 verse 27. And Ephraim will also be redeemed at that time. Klausner, on page 96 of his book, refers to the end gathering the exile spoken of by Jeremiah in chapter 31, where it says, Rachel is weeping for her children. These are the Ephraimites who will receive answer from the Lord that their children will return to their own border. Jeremiah chapter 31 verses 15 through 17. The Lord will have compassion on his darling son Ephraim and become a father to Israel since Ephraim is his firstborn. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 9 and verse 20. The sons of Ephraim will join with the sons of Judah. Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 6 which says there shall be a day that the watchman shall call upon the Mount Ephraim saying arise and let us go up to Zion unto the Lord our God. For at the time of redemption, the Lord will be the God of all the families of Israel. Jeremiah in chapter 31 and verse 1. Klausner comments on page 42 of the Messianic Idea in Israel regarding Amos chapter 9 and where Amos chapter 9 refers to the ingathering of the exiles. He writes, All the exiles and captives will return from the lands of their captivity. For lo, I will command and I will sift the house of Israel among all the nations. Like as corn is sifted in a sieve, yet shall not the least grain fall upon the ground. Amos chapter 9 verse 9. Then the prophet adds, In that day I will raise up the tabernacle of David that is falling. Continuing on page 43, And close up the breaches thereof, and I will raise up his ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old. Amos chapter 9 verse 11. The kingdom of the house of David therefore will be restored to its former glory, and the kings of the house of David will rule also over the ten tribes. In the Torah Anthology, the book of the twelve prophets, volume one, page 456, commenting about Amos chapter 9, verse 11, it is written, Amos speaks prophetically about the redemption. God will raise up the tabernacle of David that is fallen. This refers to the calamity of the kingdom splitting in two in the days of Jeroboam, 1 Kings chapter 12 verse 13, as of then and until the time of Hosea, son of Elah, 2 Kings chapter 17, the kingdom of the house of David was fallen. In Zephaniah chapter 3 in the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner, page 86, he writes about how Zephaniah chapter 3 speaks about the ingathering of the exiles. It is self-evident that there will be an ingathering of the exiles at that time. Even those widely dispersed and far removed from Israel will be gathered to their own land and these and gathered ones will be a name and a praise among all the peoples of the earth. Zephaniah chapter 3 verses 19 and 20. Even the peoples from beyond the rivers of Ethiopia will bring him an offering. Zephaniah chapter 3 verse 10 which is similar to what is stated in Isaiah chapter 18 and verses 1 through 3. Klausner comments on page 48 of his book, The Messianic Idea in Israel, how it's stated in Hosea chapter 2 regarding the ingathering of the exiles that the future redemption is like the historical Egyptian redemption. Hosea prophesies that the future redemption will be like the redemption from the Egyptian bondage. Therefore, behold, 
I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak tenderly unto her. And I will give her her vineyards from there in the valley of Achor. And Achor means trouble or troubling. The valley of Achor, that is the valley of trouble, which is an allusion to the tribulation period. And the tribulation period will be a door of hope. What is the hope? The hope is the ingathering of the exiles. And she shall respond there as in the days of her youth, as in the day when she came up out of the land of Egypt. On page 74 of the Messianic Idea in Israel, Klausner comments regarding Micah chapter 7 that is also stated there that the future redemption is like the historical Egyptian redemption. For like Hosea, Micah stresses the great similarity between the expected redemption and the exodus from Egypt in the time of Moses. As in the days of your coming forth out of the land of Egypt, will I show unto him marvelous things, says the prophet in Micah. Micah chapter 7 verse 15. The hope of redemption was influenced by the old tradition which Israel had concerning the Egyptian exile and the deliverance from this exile and that the belief in the Messiah was brought into being by the early portrayal possessed by Israel of the gigantic figure of Moses who was regarded as the first redeemer and the savior of Israel according to the rabbis of the Talmud. In the Torah anthology of the book of of the Twelve Prophets, Volume 2, page 107, speaking about Micah chapter 7, verse 15, it says, As in the days of your coming out of the land of Egypt, I will show him wondrous things. What happened at the Exodus is an indication of what will happen in the coming future. In the book entitled Torah Studies by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson on page 96, he also repeats this understanding that the future redemption is like the historical Egyptian redemption. Like the days of your exodus from the land of Egypt, I will demonstrate wonders. This means that the future redemption will parallel the redemption of the past. And the Messianic idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner on page 97, he explains, Explains that this principle that the future redemption is like the historical Egyptian redemption is spoken of by Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 16. The union of the sons of Judah with the sons of Israel is spoken of. Every one of these messianic ideas is set forth in any number of places in Jeremiah at great length. We have already seen this with regard to repentance, the ingathering of the exiles in the union of Judah and Israel. Twice, Jeremiah emphasizes the similarity between the redemption to come and the first redemption. The deliverance from Egypt, a similarity which I emphasized in chapter 2 of the book, having found it a number of times in the words of almost all the prophets. Quoting from Jeremiah chapter 16 verses 14 and 15, in Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 7 and 8, he writes, Therefore, behold, the days come, says the Lord, that will no more be said, as the Lord lives that brought up the children of Israel out of the land of Egypt, but as the Lord lives that brought up the children of Israel from the land of the north and from all the countries where he has driven them, and I will bring them back into their land that I gave to their fathers. On page 239 of the Messianic Idea in Israel, Klausner writes that the ingathering of the exiles as spoken of by the prophets is northern kingdom and southern kingdom united. Ephraim and Judah united. This remnant of 
of Israel will be left from the sons of Judah and the sons of Ephraim alike. The union of Judah and Ephraim is something that is prophesied by almost all the prophets from Amos to Ezekiel. Amos, Hosea, Isaiah, Micah, Jeremiah, and Ezekiel all speak of this as well as Zechariah who expects the redemption and the strengthening of Judah and Ephraim. Zechariah chapter 10 verses 6 to 12 in the rule of one king over both. Zechariah chapter 9 verses 9 and 10. There will be in the time of redemption and in gathering of exiles which is already alluded to in the book of Deuteronomy which we mentioned earlier Deuteronomy chapter 30 verses 1 through 5 and which is expected by almost all the prophets once again including Amos, Hosea, 1st and 2nd Isaiah. They divided Isaiah into two parts. We have one book of Hosea. Micah, Zephaniah, Jeremiah, Obadiah, Ezekiel, Zechariah, Joel, and the Psalm. What is this pattern of redemption? Repentance precedes redemption. The exiles will return to the land of Israel. The future redemption will be like the historical Egyptian redemption and northern kingdom and southern kingdom or Ephraim and Judah will be united. In the book The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner on page 171 commenting from the book of Isaiah he makes mention that the Messiah is going to come to those who repent from their sin. The cycle is sin causes punishment and repentance brings about the redemption. But a redeemer will only come unto those that turn from transgression in Jacob. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 20. The Lord will not redeem everyone who is called by his name as Isaiah promised in the period of his first enthusiasm as to the possibility of the return to Zion. But only everyone who makes repentance. The rest will be delivered over to the sword and brought down to slaughter. Isaiah 65 verse 12. Isaiah 66 verse 4 and verses 14 through 17. Only a limited number or a remnant will be saved by virtue of the fact that they observed justice and did righteousness. By this they will have brought redemption and salvation near. But those who are saved will be all of them righteous and they shall inherit the land forever. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 21. In The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner, page 47 and 48, commenting regarding Hosea chapter 1, he makes mention that it is the Messiah who gathers the exiles of Israel. Hosea speaks in clear terms of an individual Messiah. And the children of Judah and the children of Israel shall be gathered together and they shall appoint themselves one head and they shall go up out of the land for great shall be the day of Jezreel. Hosea in chapter 1 verses 10 and 11. But from these verses we can see clearly that the prophet means when he speaks of the day of Jezreel as the day of redemption since it will come after the end gathering of the exiles. The one head with the children of Israel will appoint in order to go up from the land of their exile must be without 
without doubt a strong redeemer, a personal Messiah. In the Torah Anthology of the Book of the Twelve Prophets, Volume 1, page 29 and 30, speaking of these verses of Hosea, it is written, and the comment is made, the children of Judah and the children of Israel will be gathered together. It was different when the exiles returned from Babylon to build the second temple. Only those from the tribe of Judah and the tribe of Benjamin had been exiled to Babylon and some of them returned. The other tribes were exiled earlier to other locations and they never returned. The scripture refers to the children of Judah who had been exiled in the days of Nebuchadnezzar. Not all of them returned in the days days of Ezra, but in the future they and the children of Israel, meaning the ten tribes, together will appoint over them one head. This refers to the anointed Messiah known as the Messiah son of Joseph, or the suffering Messiah. Klausner, in page 74 of the Messianic Idea, also shows from Micah in chapter 2 of the understanding that the Messiah would gather the exiles of Israel. When the Lord again has mercy upon his people, the Lord will assemble all of Jacob or Judah and also collect the remnant of Israel. Then the lands of Judah and Israel will give forth a great noise because of the multitude of people, as does a pasture field filled with the flocks of sheep and goats. Micah chapter 2 verse 12. The Lord will also gather in the banished, the dispersed, and the oppressed of his people just as a shepherd gathers in the limping, the straying, and the castaway away sheep. He will make the dispersed of Israel into a strong nation, and he himself will rule over them on Mount Zion from henceforth, even forever. Micah chapter 4 verses 6 and 7. But they will also have a king, the King Messiah. The king will pass on before them with the Lord at their head. Micah chapter 2 and verse 13. We see in the Brit Hadashah, the renewed covenant, that Messiah says he's the good shepherd who gathers the exiles of Israel. John chapter 10 verse 14, Yeshua says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. And he is referring to the prophecy from Ezekiel chapter 34 verses 11 and 13 that Yahweh Elohim who is the good shepherd will seek and search out his sheep and he will gather the exiles of Israel and bring them back to the land of Israel as it is written. For Thus says Yahweh Elohim, the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them into their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel. That's Judea and Samaria. By the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. When Yeshua stated that he's the good shepherd in John chapter 10 verse 14, he went on to state... In John chapter 10 verses 16 and 17, that being a good shepherd, he's going to lay down his life for his sheep so that he ultimately will be able to gather his sheep, the exiles of Israel, Ephraim and Judah. Speaking to Jews in John chapter 10, Yeshua says, other sheep I have. He did not say I will have after I die on the tree. He says I have, which means at the moment he's speaking the 
these words, he's claiming ownership of this other sheepfold. He's speaking to Jews. Who's the other sheepfold? It's the northern kingdom or Ephraim, which are not of this fold, meaning that they're not of the southern kingdom or the house of Judah. He says, them also I must bring and they will hear my voice. He's saying that those who would believe and accept that he's the Messiah would be those from the northern kingdom primarily. There's always been a remnant of believers of the house of Judah as well in every generation. And when he brings back and when the northern kingdom believes that he's the Messiah, there will ultimately then be a reunification of Ephraim and Judah because Yeshua said there will be one fold, that's reunification of Ephraim and Judah, and one shepherd. He's the one shepherd that will be over the exiles of Israel who are regathered. And in order for this to be a accomplished, he had to forgive them of their sins, which he does by dying on the tree if they would accept his redemptive work for the forgiveness of their sins. And thus he says, therefore, because there'll be one fold and one shepherd, therefore does my father love me because I lay down my life, that I may take it again. In John chapter 11 verses 49 through 52, it is also stated that Yeshua died on the tree to gather the exiles of Israel as it is written. And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said unto them, You know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the people and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, Caiaphas prophesied that Yeshua would die for that nation. Who is the nation that Caiaphas is prophesying that Yeshua would die for the house of Judah. But then John chapter 11 verse 52 says, and not for that nation only. So he's dying for Judah, but he's also dying for another nation. That is Ephraim, both houses of Israel. How do we know that he's speaking of both houses of Israel? Because it says that he would gather together in one, two nations, two kingdoms, who would be gathered as one, that's Ephraim and Judah, who are called the children of God scattered abroad. At the time that Yeshua dies on the tree, who are the children of God scattered abroad? That are two nations. It's Ephraim and Judah. Yeshua is stating that he's dying on the tree to gather the exiles of Israel. Now the fullness of this time of punishment is known as the day of the Lord. Specifically, it's the tribulation period or Jacob's trouble of the day of the Lord. And the day of the Lord also entails the period of time when Yeshua sets his feet down in the Mount of Olives and he rules and reigns and sets up a government and makes Torah disciples of all nations. In the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner, on page 237, speaking about that sin brings about the punishment of the God of Israel, he says, without sin, there is no place for the idea of redemption. And the major time of punishment is referred to as the day of the Lord, or also referred to as the day of 
of judgment. In The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner, page 238, he writes that Elijah will precede the day of the Lord from what is mentioned in the book of Malachi. Malachi adds that before the day of the Lord, the prophet Elijah will come and turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the heart of the children to the fathers. If we are living in the prophesied events of the day of the Lord, which I believe we are, and we're told that Elijah precedes the day of the Lord, then Elijah must be present at this hour. In what form or fashion is Elijah present? If the message of Elijah is remember the Torah of Moses, we formally call it the Hebraic roots of Christianity movement, and the voice of this movement is, in believing that Yeshua is the Messiah, we need to express that faith in him by keeping his commandments or following Torah. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject, The Patterns of Exile and Redemption in the Prophets. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.